G'day humans, what's a good work? Chris Funter here with Fruity as Alex for another edition of Wrestling All Style, this time talking Fallout Down Under domestically for Alex's choice. Alex, would you like to let the good humans know what you chose and why? I chose Mayhem Pro Episode 1, It's My First Day. Um, the only real reason I picked this was basically because it's a full episode for free on YouTube. <laughs> um, and this, like, I have memories of watching this on a Sunday morning, the morning of Mayhem Pro Episode 2. I was watching this at home. I was like, you know what? I looked at the time. I could drive to Melbourne and go check out episode two later this afternoon. So spur of the moment, drove to Melbourne to watch episode two because I enjoyed episode one so much. Wow. That's a, that's real dedication there. Yeah, it's like a four-hour drive there and back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that'd be nice, four hours. 30 something out anyway <laughs> yeah uh, remember when you could go on nice leisurely drives outside of your five kilometer radius oh my god anyway speaking of six sides of steel <laughs> <laughs> man what a different time this was yeah definitely um now mayhem pro uh run by your boy <laughs> jxt <laughs> Yeah, it's run by a, f a few of them. The ones I know is it's JXT, uh, Big Rig Fox. I'm Formerly not too sure. Funtime Phil in MCW. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too sure who else. I think uh, Big Ali's involved in it as well. Should I mention uh, what JXT said on his uh, former podcast about Phil's dad? <laughs> Uh, what was that? How Phil's dad said that Phil owns a wrestling ring and he's like Mr. McMahon now. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man. Oh, JXT's podcast is really fun. I wish he brought that back. Yeah, there was a few good ones there where he talked to um, guys outside of um, the current scene, like who were around during the um, 60s, 70s, and like even the 80s and 90s when wrestling was on the down and that, that you don't hear from that much. Yeah, his episode with Lobo was really, really worth checking out. Also, it was JXT's podcast that got me onto Matty Wahlberg. And yeah. Matty Wahlberg talked about Survivor and him being on Survivor. And that podcast is what got me into binge watching Survivor. That's what we need to do one day. We'll do that next month. We'll pick a Survivor episode and watch that. Yeah. Wrestlers <laughs> on Survivor. There's Jenna Maraska. There's Johnny Yeah, Fairplay. Johnny Gimmick name. Johnny Gimmick name. There's a few others. Yeah, Ashley Massaro. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Aussie, Aussie Survivor. Yeah, you got Matty Wahlberg. Um, I don't think anyone else. No. No. Well, there, there's an idea, but I digress. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mayhem Pro, standing out from the pack here of uh, other Victorian shows, a Sunday afternoon show, which up until this point, no one was really doing Sunday afternoons. 
Yeah, yeah. I think that was their whole business strategy was like, why run a Friday or Saturday when everyone else does? Like, let's try to do something on a Sunday afternoon. And for me personally, that was a big factor into why I was able to go. Because, like, I could drive to Melbourne, get there for a late afternoon show and still be able to come back all the way back to Wodonga that night and it wouldn't be ridiculously late. Back to Wodonga? Yeah, back to the dongy, brah. Come on, uh, Raiders. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm closer to the Bulldogs' home ground than the Raiders, so <laughs> I'm a doggy's boy. <laughs> Terrible. Anyhow, um, yeah, sort of standing out from the rest of the pack there. Um, now, you've actually been to their second show. Was it at the same venue? Uh, yes, yes, the Ukrainian Hall. Um, so what side of Melbourne is this? Is this eastern, northern, uh, southern, western? Um, I barely ever remember. I just sort of drove there. Um <laughs> Google I Maps. guess it was like more southernish. You have to go past all the busy parts in Melbourne. Um, I remember being surprised by how dodgy the area looked. <laughs> no offense, guys. Uh, well, nah, I suppose a lot of um, wrestling shows I've been to have sort of been in questionable areas if you went there at night yeah well this one felt real dodgy just in the daytime (laughs) yeah there's just like you know you got your bus stops and your train stop just around the corner and it's just like yeah if you're in a location where there's a heap of bus stops and a train station right near you you're in a bad neighbourhood because that's where everyone just sort of runs in and out and does whatever they want. Um, That's what my life experiences have taught me. Never park your car for a long period of time at a bus station or a train station. Oh, no. Poor Fruity. (laughs) But, yeah. Oh, it's over Western Melbourne. Yeah, that makes sense. Because his school's sort of Western Melbourne are relentless, isn't it? Yeah, so this is like, it's near Melton, isn't it? Uh, I think so. I think. Sunshine. Yeah, Sunshine, Albion. Yeah, that's right. Sunshine, because that's what I told Eliza. I was like, oh, I'm going near Sunshine tonight. She's like, don't get shot. <laughs> Jeez, thanks, love. Yeah, I'm like, all right. Well, at least you're not telling me to go get shot. So <laughs> that's love in some way, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Relentless is out sort of that side of Melbourne as well, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm Which horrible is... with Melbourne geography. So apologies for that tangent. <laughs> but um, it's good because... The um, MCW sort of runs in a northern Melbourne, uh, used to run Eston a lot, runs Formbury now, which is sort of northeastern in a suburbs. Uh, yeah. There's PCW, which runs 
uh, Southern, if anyone's seen the NBA, NBL where Southeast Melbourne Phoenix play it, I believe it's the same stadium they use for Grand Slam. Yep. Uh, so there's a sort of those two big companies. In a in a East is oh what is it? BCW Battle Championship Wrestling, I believe. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um then you got a few others scattered around like uh Warzone I think still going. And there's a new Victorian company. Did you see this announced over the weekend? Uh might have missed this one. Uh so it shares initials with a Queensland company and a training school in Victoria. Okay. Uh, it is called Victorian Professional Wrestling. Oh, VPW. Okay. Yeah. So uh, similar to Carlo's school, uh, was it Vicious Pursuit? Yeah. And similar to the Brisbane-based promotion that we've talked about a couple of times uh, but not seen any of their shows, Venom Pro Wrestling. Right. But, um, yeah new companies um do we yeah. know who's involved with that company or anything like that no i seen it yesterday pop up before we went on air and i didn't have enough time to read it yeah um but yeah wishing them all the best but back to mayhem uh ran their first uh sort of empty arena show earlier this year or late last year yeah time's a funny thing during this uh era yeah definitely Definitely. Like, even when I went to episode two, the only reason why we're reviewing episode one is because they don't have all of episode two on their YouTube channel. Um, but, yeah, when I went to episode two, like, I think back to, like, how crammed in everyone was in that little hall. Like, I think back to it, and I'm like, yeah, that couldn't fly today. No. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, sort of uh, a good little setup on the stage. Uh, banners. They did have entrance music, didn't they, for this one? Yes. Yes, they did. Yeah, my mind's a bit scattered this morning. I must apologise. Um, so, would you like to get into the matches themselves here? Yeah, let's do it. So, kicking off the event was JXT versus Jake Navarra. Uh, yeah. do, you, do you have any more detailed notes than me? Because um, my computer crashed last night when I was taking notes. Oh, this was just, you know, a fun sort of standard sort of opening match. I thought both guys had great chemistry in the ring. These two guys have been training together for years. So, yeah, they had obvious chemistry. It was a fun opening match. JXT got the win. Um, sort of giving him momentum for what's to come later on in the night or the afternoon, I guess. Yeah, so used to that saying, the night. <laughs> yeah. But, but a um a really good opening match sort of setting the, the scene for your company for your first show and for the crowd in attendance. Yeah, um, it, I, I think this was a really good card in the way that they laid out the booking and all that and how everything sort of makes sense when you see the main event. Yeah. Uh, following that, a singles match of Talia Rose defeating Kellyanne. Yeah, this was a really fun match as well. Kellyanne was 
well, probably still is. I haven't seen her since pandemic, but yeah, she was on fire at this point in time, that's for sure. And um, the big rig Fox came out and distracted Kellyanne and Talia Rose got the win here. And very surprising. Even going back and watching this, I was shocked with the result. Yeah, upon first time watching it, it's not the result I expected. But um, knowing uh, upon re-watching things that have come later in the night, it does make sense. Yeah, uh, definitely. And this is like the beginning of a rivalry that will go into the next show. Uh, following that third match of the day... <laughs> Yeah, uh, that seems, sounds that sounds wrong. WrestleMania, East Coast kickoff. No, was it? Oh, when they do it over on the West Coast, and it like kicks off at like noon their time, so they're all in the sun until like the main event. Yeah, yeah, poor buggers. <laughs> um, third match of the night. Damn it! Third match on the card. Sees <laughs> sees the big rig fox defeating. Slick back cash. Da, 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 da. Um, that just gives me memories of underworld wrestling, and every time they say his name, that music plays. Um, yeah. Oh, this was this was a good little showcase for Fox. Um, he got on got some mic time here, so that was good. Um, yeah, they made him look like a bit of a killer here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the thing I like really liked about this was it's your first show. Um, you're sort of giving everyone enough time to showcase as well. Yeah. Like you're not just having um, Fox Squash local trainee guy number seven. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So everyone's getting a bit of... um bit of time to shine in the ring and private cameras and stuff. But um, a really good uh, opening uh, three matches here so far as we go into the first tag team match. Sees the men for high, Campbell Crawford and Jake Window versus the Brat Pack, Mitch Waterman and Nick Berry. Yeah, referred here as wet and slick. <laughs> oh, that's right, because of... Um, MCW like runs like owns the Brat Pack gimmick or something like that. Yeah. Which is why if you buy a Brat Pack singlet, it's got the Brat Pack logo on it, but it's purple and white instead of black and orange. Yeah. Which I never fully got, but okay. Yeah. Um, oh man, I miss Men for Hire. Oh, how good are they? That was so good in this. Jake Lindo, so underrated. Campbell Crawford, like, yeah, just incredible. Like, so entertaining. These four guys in this tag match, just unbelievable chemistry. You know, they do their comedy stuff, like both teams really well, but also get serious when it needs to. Do you think we'll see the Brat Pack somewhere big in the next 12 months? Somewhere I'll give it like two overseas? Years. I'll give it two years. I won't say 12 months. Because of 
pandemic. Yeah. If this was a non-pandemic world, I would definitely say 12 months. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with you fully there. Um, Men for high get the win here over uh, wet and slick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another shocker. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, we can probably skip the next one. <laughs> following that was a singles match of Cousin Ali defeating... Lucky Hendrix via DQ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I forgot how much I love love a boy Lucky Hendrix entrance. Oh. Yeah. Oh man. This is You're so lucky. much better than what he was doing. Yeah. I suppose we'll be uh speaking about MCW's comeback show uh in a week, I guess, but um when we do our February overview. Yeah. But, um, yeah, what a different time this was for for young Lockie Hendricks. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. At this time, he would have had crackers retired for the better part of nine months. Yeah, this was um, just heading into the Uncle Paul storyline, I think. Yeah, so in terms of MCW, he still has... Uh, Miami by his side, he's sort of challenging for titles, but not getting it. And then he's sort of building to this Uncle Paul thing where he departs. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought this was a good fun match for what it was. Um, and uh, it was just to set up the main event. Like the heels come down, beat up Cousin Ali. And then the baby faces make the save and we get a big six man main event. Yeah. Which is which is um if you're gonna do that sort of thing and you're not building to a title match on the next show, it's good to sort of build it straight into the either the next match or the main event. Uh which sees them coming down, as Alex has mentioned, so it is the team of Cousin Artley, JXT and Kellyanne uh against Big Rig Fox. Jake Navarra and Lockie Hendricks. Yeah, this was a really fun six man. Yeah, on paper, this looks like an odd pairing, only because I've watched the recent um, Mayhem tapings with uh, JXT and Fox on the same team. Yeah, but, yeah, this is pure babyface JXT. Yeah, this. This was a really good main event, a really good six-man tag to sort of cap off here your first show, showcase what you want to um, achieve with the company. Um, no gender divisions here with Kellyanne in amongst uh, the male competitors. Like, there's no uh, gender divide, so to speak. Yeah, definitely. Um and to be honest, like Kellyanne looked like the biggest star on this whole show. Yeah, completely agree there. Um, it's it's hard to look back in a vacuum and then go, oh yeah, Kellyanne would only be around for a little bit longer and then she'd be gone. Yeah, well, oh, this was late 2018, so like another year and a half she's hanging around for. Oh, yeah. That's true, too. Time being weird and all. Yeah, definitely. But um, 
yeah, this this was a really fun show, a really good um, go back and watch. Uh, if you haven't checked it out before, go back and watch it. Uh, it's free on YouTube. You got no excuse. Uh, yeah. Anything you want to sort of add or touch on there that I might not have brought up? Yeah, I, sh- I should probably. Mayhem? Yeah, I should probably mention that half of the intri- intrigue of Mayhem is that they do not announce any matches before it, and they sort of book the show to seem like a match could break out out of nowhere. So, like, like even, like, they try to make it seem like the wrestlers don't even know who they're going to wrestle. Which is such a cool little thing where basically every match you get a surprise. So, yeah, I like that concept. Like, no matches are announced beforehand, nothing like that. The main event isn't announced, nothing. Um, and so much so they did it for the next show as well. And the main event of episode two was all built up from this entire show and it was Kellyanne versus Fox. And it is such an amazing match. Like, like I said, I was there live. I, I was blown away by the physicality in that match between Fox and Kellyanne. Oh, good times. The venue itself, I sh- should have touched on a bit more, felt very much like a Rutherglen Scout Hall or something like that. <laughs> you do realise how small the Scout Hall is. Yeah, uh, not this Rutherglen Scout Hall. The um, Memorial the Hall? No, nah, the other one. It's sort of like across the road from the cop shop where uh... we used to have to do our practice dances for the Deb. Oh, the church hall. Yeah. It's like not... This this place Mayhem's at isn't even that much bigger than this, and the layout is exactly the same. Yeah. The layout is exactly the same. Might be a fair bit bigger, but... Yeah, and, like, you got JXT's dad outside cooking sausages and selling them for, like, a buck or whatever. It was just... Very Rutherglen vibes to me, just because you're in this like old hall and there's sausage, the smell of sausages on a barbecue coming through into the hall. Yeah, there was a certain feel to it that made me very comfortable, to be honest. Yeah, well, that's that's good. Little uh, small community type feel to it's always good. Um, yeah, and all the wrestlers, every single one of them, like are just, like, hanging around. They're not, like, backstage. Like, after their matches, they're all just hanging around, talking to everyone, eating some snags by the barbie, all that sort of stuff. Like, all the wrestlers are really accessible, too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Would this be breaking the fourth wall if we were to mention where JXT came from? I don't think so. Okay. Well, saying that, do you think that Mayhem could run a show back up in that area? Um, maybe. Maybe. It just sort of depends on the situation of the world, I think. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a uh, good point there as well, that um, you sort of have to... um. 
take into account everything. Uh, that's I, going I on still now. don't believe people should like companies in Australia should be performing in front of crowds right now. Still, but <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> that's just my paranoid butt, you know. Yeah. <laughs> ah well. Um. Yeah. Now they are back taping at the Relentless. Uh, I'm not sure the official name. Relentless Wrestling School. Yeah, Relentless Pro Wrestling School or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Um, I follow them on Instagram. They're a good follow. They put up videos all the time, like, of people training and stuff. It's really worth looking into. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I hope they do um, even put out some new new matches or new shows every once in a while, a bit more regularly, because it was this full show and then it's part of the second show and nothing for a long time yeah definitely um now do you have a beer rating for this because i'll let you go first if you like yeah i'll go first um i'll give it a very solid four and a half i think because it's it's like it's fun to watch it's an easy watch it I'm kind of sentimental about this show because, yeah, like I said, after watching this show, I was so happy with it. I drove all the way to Melbourne. That's four hours there, four hours back. <laughs> like, just on a whim. I I was driving to Melbourne. I had to call up Eliza. Oh, by the way, I'm going to Melbourne. Because <laughs> um, she's like, oh, where are you? I'm going to Melbourne. Bye. Don't get Is shot. It- <laughs> the TV dinner in the sink for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, this was a really fun show. Um, again, circumstances being what they were around Mayhem 2019, then the pandemic 2020. Um, I want there to be more stuff. I want, if they can run Sundays regularly, when stuff opens up a bit more, that'd be good. Um, four beers for me really good show yeah yeah definitely um yeah like this is exactly the sort of show you want on a sunday afternoon like it's just fun it's not too serious it's a sunday afternoon you can chill out just watch a fun wrestling show there's they don't go too serious, like with the blood and guts or anything like that, nor should they for a Sunday afternoon show. It's just a good, solid, fun wrestling show that you can take your whole family to, to be honest. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, so I suppose we should let them know where we're going uh, next time for Fallout Down Under, because it is... Uh, that time of the year where the granddaddy of them all is approaching. So, oh, baby. For Fallout Down Under number 27, I have chosen WWF WrestleMania 15. Yeah. And if you can't figure out what year that is, that is 1999. Uh, this is peak uh, Chris Hogg fandom, right? Yeah. Yeah, we, we got... X-Puck in a feature match against Shane McMahon for the European title. Uh, 
I'm not looking anything up right now. I'm just going off memory here. Uh, Sable versus Tori. Not Wilson, the other Tori. And I remember her having a ridiculous, like, bodysuit on. Um, obviously, Austin versus Rock. Um, um, Mankind versus Big Show. And the winner gets to referee the main event. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so my last international pick featured the big boss man in a hell in a cell. <laughs> well, a kennel from hell. You, you've you moved on to the Undertaker versus big boss man in a hell in a cell match. Is this the one with the video that's since removed? Of, uh, I, I don't think it's removed from the network. Okay. I could be wrong, but yeah. Oh, I guess we'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah, I won't spoil it for the humans. Yeah. It's got to be seen to be believed. Yeah. Um, oh, well, lots of fun coming up. Uh, lots of I'm very voices. excited to watch that. <laughs> so yeah. excited. But before we go, Alex, have you been keeping track of our episode numbers? No. What are we up to? Well... Congratulations, concert. This is episode number 100. Hooray! Yes, let's raise the bat. We've, we've hit our ton. Yeah. It's a strong century, fellas. Ladies, from the humans. pavilion. Yep, big clap from the pavilion. Um, yeah, we've done very well. Not too many edges in this ton. No, which is always good. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Um, I suppose next month we might even be talking a actual WrestleMania itself. I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped to talk about what you chose. I'm so pumped to talk about what's whatever's going to happen next month for the actual WrestleMania. Jeez. Yeah, it's certainly going to be something. Yeah. Like, it's either going to be really good or really bad, and I'm excited either way. Isn't really bad normally a good show to talk about? Exactly. Oh, man. Um, yeah, thanks again. Thanks for the crazy ride that this has all been. Yeah. Tell a friend. Tell a phone. Tell a wrestler. <laughs> That's what they say, right? Yeah. Ah, well, could be worse. Could be stuck doing nothing in the middle of nowhere. Oh, uh, like me and Mudonga? Surrounded <laughs> by six sides of steel. Yeah. Basically. Oh my god, it's Vince Russo. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. Yeah. How that music has not been removed, I don't know. Mm. Oh, oh well. by the way, I... No, this isn't really the podcast to talk about it, but they had the big NWA announcement today as we recorded this. Sure, let's tack it in here. Yeah, why not, right? Uh, there's going to be an NWA pay-per-view. It's going to cost like 40 Australian bucks. No thanks. But, but what people do they have left? Yeah, hang on, I'm bringing it up. They've advertised Nick Aldis 
Uh, Thunder Rosa and Aaron Stevens. So that's the three biggest names you got. Oh boy. Is uh, Stevens still, what is it, North American, United States champion? I think he's a tag champ now. Like, there was a heap of title changes during that primetime era. Oh my. So he lost the North American title to Trevor Murdoch, I think. The national heavyweight title, sorry, not the North American. Yeah, so they're doing NWA back for the attack on fight. Now, I'm going to search it up on fight and find out how much this costs in Australian doll hairs. Oh, that's not too bad. Well, it's not as bad as I thought it was. It's still pretty bad. $30.99. Oh, no. I will be watching it via nefarious means. (laughs) Yeah. I don't even care. Who knows? These guys... These guys don't deserve my money yet. So, at the moment, the champions are NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, Mick Aldous, NWA Women's World's Champion, Serena Deeb, who's pretty much with AEW at this point. Wait, no. She's actually signed to AEW, not NWA. Hmm. Okay. Uh, World TV Champion, Elisha Burke? The Pope? The, the Pope, yeah. I remember hearing about that. Uh, so, like, they did a whole heap of back and forth with a few of the titles. Like, Zicky Dice had the title and then lost it to Elijah. And then Zicky Dice left the promotion as well. Uh, NWA World Tag Champs, Aaron Stevens and J.R. Kratos? Yeah. Uh, apparently, he's been on New Japan Strong. And the other one, NWA national champion, Trevor Murdoch. Yeah. By the way, look at some of those champions that they beat, like Zicky Dice, Eli Drake, James Storm, all very pivotal to the entertaining value of NWA power, all gone from the company. (laughs) Had you ever seen this Shockwave series that started in December? Uh, it was just highlights of the primetime thing. Oh, that was that? Because I seen the highlights of it, and I've gone, okay, it must be after that. How annoyed would you be if you actually forked out the 30 or 40 bucks, whatever it was, for each primetime? Yeah, it was like primetime matches with additional like backstage like interviews and stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you'd be, you'd have to be pissed. And the worst bit is now they've completely deleted all the videos off their YouTube page. Oh, that's right. Because I was going to say one day we should do a ten pounds of gold uh, review of that Cody Aldis build up. But I yeah. suppose that's gone now. Well, full disclosure: after the news of the question marks passing, I wanted for my next international pick to be a couple of episodes of NWA power revolving around the question mark. 
Now, the last time I saw the NWA's YouTube page, which was like admittedly two days ago, there was nothing on there. Yeah, it, it does seem weird that they went and removed everything. Yeah, just ridiculous. I mean... This channel does not have any content still. Yeah. They're not really doing themselves any favours, are they? No. Like, why would you remove all of your content? I was really... I was getting real sentimental the other day about how much I loved NWA Power. I was like, oh, I'd love to go back and just binge all the episodes, and I can't do that now. It's really annoying. Um, Hang on. Let's go. As we do this on the air after... I think it may be on here if I can pull up the search bar, but who knows? It's Revolution this weekend. Yep. Is that explodey deathmatch thing on? Yep. Oh, oh no, Power's still on fight for free. Oh, is it? Okay. All right. I didn't even know it was on fight to begin with. Um, Episode six, five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, they're all on there and the pay-per-views. All right. Well, I'm going to have to do some research and figure out which ones I want to watch. Yeah. Yeah, even if you go on the, um, the power of the Wikipedia, it says... um. Or it did say at one point all the matches on there. Oh, yeah, it does still. So there's all the matches on there and that for each show. Yeah. Ah, well, there's, there's a future consideration for yourself, I guess. Yeah, uh, I, I might hang on to that close to my vest for a little bit, I think. Yeah. Jeez. Anyway, I suppose with uh, all that being said and a little bit extra... Uh, Alex, where can the good humans find you? Find me at Fruities Alex on Instagram and Twitter. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at WrestleOzStyle with an AUS. Search us up on Facebook, Wrestling Ozstyle, and you can find Chris at at I am Chris Funder. As well, you can go back listen to the entire Wrestling Ozstyle archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher. Tune in and Apple Music if you use the RSS feed link found in the links in the show notes. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time. Oh man, this has got me really depressed about NWA. <laughs> Into the fire! Oh, what a banger theme song! And then they changed that too. <laughs> It's like every time people start to like something, they're like, yeah, well, you can't have that anymore. <laughs> you like JXT as a face? You can't have that anymore. He's blacklisted. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I'll, I'll follow him to the ends of the earth and back. You know that. <laughs> uh, 
Trey XT. <laughs> I have no idea where we're going. Goodbye, everyone. Yeah. Bugger off now. <laughs>